1: Thanks for tuning in to the podcast today. My guest on the show was Tony Adams. He did a lot of research on the 2017 Astro season as far as the trash can bangs go. He created a website, signstealingscandal.com. He's been interviewed by The Athletic, The Wall Street Journal, The Washington Post, and more. He's getting a lot of attention, most of it good. Some of it bad. Anyway, I hope you enjoy the conversation with Tony Adams from SignStealingScandal.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Astros Baseball. It's Thursday, January the 30th. Uh, I am your host, Rob Fontenot. Today, I have a guest, uh, Tony Adams. He published the website Sign. Stealing dot com covering the Astros 2017 uh trash can banging scandal. Uh Tony, welcome to the show, sir. Thank you very much, Rob. So what made you want to do this research? Uh,
2: <laughs> you know, I've been asked that question a lot the last last you know day or two and uh I- I think I've come up with some good answers, but I'm not sure I really know exactly. I mean, it, it's kind of a weird thing, but obviously, when, uh, like all Astros fans, when uh, when we first saw the video of the banging uh, and the accusation that we were, you know, cheating using that, it was pretty obvious that it was true. I mean, we couldn't deny it. it it's it was it's there. You can't uh, deny what you're seeing, but and. Uh, um, and so that was obviously very troubling. I mean it was very disappointing. Um, we all went through the excitement of t- 2017 and what it meant to the city and uh, after finally after all those years, you know winning the, the, uh, uh, the World Series and uh, and then you know two years later, have, it, have somewhat of a, a question as to you know uh, were we you know playing on the up and up or was it, was it cheating or, or whatever. Um, You know, like I said, you couldn't deny it once you saw the video. Um, And so, uh, but what happened after that in the baseball world, it it just went off in the crazy town. I mean, it was was just, it was just kind of insane with all the accusations and the buzzers, the, you know, uh, all the, the the, uh, Altuve didn't want to take off his jersey because he was wearing a wire and and, uh, it just got into this kind of ridiculous area. And so I really just wanted to kind of focus on what we knew, what was the actual scope of what we can see or what we can hear in this case um, of of what the Astros did. And I also wanted to know if there was any way to determine the players involved because everybody was being thrown into the same boat. Everybody had, you know, they were all cheaters. They've all been cheating for all their lives. It seemed like, you mm-hmm. know, in a lot of people's opinions. So I just really wanted to kind of uh, understand what happened And uh, uh, so uh, that's when I started looking at the actual games.
1: So let me ask you this. You're probably like a lot of us when you first heard about this. Were you in total denial? Not really denial, but my first instinct was we were better on the road that year. There's no way we were cheating and banging on a trash can. There's no way like no oh, way this uh, is happening
2: in general but it, it didn't take too long if you look at the videos to know that 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 this was going on but i was like you that you know what was the and that's actually one of the reasons i really wanted to look at this because we were better on the road was it was it effective how long did it go on you know they stopped at a certain point uh uh i, I believe in, in the original the athletic article um fire said that it stopped and it didn't continue into the post-season, So. You know, if we did it during the regular season, we didn't do it to the postseason. Is that really? Uh, uh, I mean, we're still legitimate as far as the championship goes. Uh, so there there were a lot of questions. But, yeah, for me, it was actually pretty instant once I saw the video that, yeah, this happened. And uh, So
1: you basically just wanted to know how much of this was true. If Okay, if we did do it for a little while, okay, now did we do it in the playoffs? Like how... To what extent did we do it? You just wanted to know as a fan, right? You just wanted to figure um, it all out.
2: Yeah. And in, in, in some ways too, it was kind of a, a way of processing my disappointment, you right. know, just kind of rational or making some sort of sense out of it. Um, and, uh, but yeah, I, I really did want to know what was the scope of, how long did it go on? How was it working? Um, and, uh, and was everybody involved? Um, uh, uh, so that's when I I started to actually I I thought, you know, because the, the videos out there for most of the games, there's like yeah. 58 games for mm-hmm. the home games for that season. And I was actually expecting somebody to 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 go in and do the do what I did to figure out which games they actually were um, were using this method and uh and you know specifically who was doing it, but it never happened. So I I uh, thought well maybe I could do that and you know I'm a I'm a, I'm a web developer and programmer by my trade and and um, you know so I have some programming skills and started to look at different apps that would help me out with this and different packages and um, it all kind of started to come together and it's like well this would be kind of interesting and you know from a programming perspective it was it was a fun project it was a nice nice project to do over my Christmas break but uh uh so I kind of went down it just thinking that this would be uh, a fun project, but then I started getting into uh, the actual looking at each pitch, and it started to get more of a of a chore of of watching a lot of pitches <laughs> and trying to determine if that's a bang or a bop or what is that.
1: Yeah. Um, so I remember talking to you. I didn't really talk to you, but like as far as tweeting each other, I I yeah. remember when you were you were giving updates you know, while you were doing this and I had mentioned to you that I watched that Danny Farquhar, I think that's his name, the White Sox game. Right. And uh, that was my first time because I wasn't going to believe the John boy stuff. And so I, I, so I, I don't know if that's the same reason you did it, but I didn't believe it. So I knew about Uh, how you could go to YouTube and watch the game. So I put the headphones on. I watched that game because I knew it was in question and when I heard it, I was very disappointed. Sick to my stomach is the way I described it. Yeah. And uh, But I had mentioned to you that uh, I did not hear any banging for Altuve or uh, Josh Reddick. Uh,
2: uh, Reddick. Uh, and uh, that's actually was my experience going through every game. Uh, uh, it, you can see through at, at the site that it, it, it there's a little bit at the start of the season, but, but I can't really even say that that's actual, you know, sign-stealing going on. I, it's, it, it's it's so infrequent. Yeah. Um, but as you get into, to you know, the mid-part of the season, which this all meshes with what the commissioner's statement said, um, it really starts to ramp up, and you're getting 40, 50, almost 60 bangs per game. And so as I'm going through each game, I'm going pitch by pitch, and I would hear a bang, bang, this... And I'm not really looking at the um, at the player. I'm just kind of focusing on the uh, spectrogram, the the, uh, the visual image that I have there. And um, uh, and so there will be an at bat with an, uh, with a lot of banging, and then another at bat with some banging, and then there will be no banging, and then no banging, and then banging and banging banging banging. And I started to recognize a pattern, and that's when I actually looked up and looked at some of the data and realized that Altuve and Reddick are are there's there's gaps when they are they're at they're at bat. So it mm-hmm. started to kind of give me an idea that maybe they weren't at the same level of participation. As far as the banging goes, that's that's just all I know is that this, you know, what I heard, I I don't know if there's other methods that were being employed uh, uh, being used or, or what. So right. That, I want to make that caveat. I can only, you know, say what what I was, uh, I, I was able to uh, discern from, from listening to the games.
1: Yeah, so if you look at your website, com, it's there, like in April and May, May 28th against Baltimore. It kind of spiked up, and then, you know, it looks like New York City after that. You know, it just – yeah, there's a bunch in July. There's a bunch in August. That kind of, and then it's just pretty steady, you know. It's just you look to the left of your chart, and it looks like a bunch of two-story buildings. And like I said, it's the skyscrapers on the other side. And I, and I don't know if it just took them a while to figure it out. Maybe it took until uh, May to figure out to use the trash can. I don't know. I mean, they, uh,
2: the, the the commissioner's statement did say that they uh, tried some different methods, and clapping, whistling, uh, yeah. before. But it was also, it wasn't something that they, they, they initially came, came up with at the beginning of the season. Um, and you can also see how it continues in that last game, the 21st. Mm-hmm. That's the Farquaad game. And if you actually look inside that game. So you were talking about the White the Far- Sox game. Right. Uh, so if you go through that that, that game, when Farquaad steps off, that's when the banging stops in that game there's two more innings and there's no more bangs and the, the two games after that there's a, a one bang each game but that could be something else there's a there's a real issue with uh, when you're listening to a game uh, for the most part you can tell what's what's the uh, what's the trash can bang because it's a real bass uh, base sound um, mm-hmm. but it you know it's it's a stadium during a game and there's a lot of noise and so, you know, I, I, if I heard something that I thought sounded like a bang, I went ahead and put it. So it's possible that those are false positives. Um, but uh, but anyway, so they stopped at, right at that point where Falk Ross stepped off. And right. uh, and uh, that's actually, if you read the commissioner's statement, uh, evidently they were in a panic in the dugout and actually at that very moment went and took the monitor and hit it and took it down. And um, so um, it's kind of interesting. I had all that data to show that and then when the statement came out I it all fit in just perfectly.
1: Yeah, it went after that the two games against Anaheim it was like one bang each them games. So right. Kind of that's when they did stop. But what what I found interesting when I was doing that is when I was watching that game is it was crazy that I could predict what
2: pitch was coming. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's it's um, uh, at that point I think they had it pretty much down, as far as picking up the actual signs and 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 signaling it to the to the batter. And uh, so it it uh, it's definitely. Um, I mean, I could I I when I was watching each pitch, I had the actual pitch from the Major League Baseball data on the screen as the video was playing the the pitch, and I I could tell uh, that there's going to be a bang here, you know, mm-hmm. so. And um, it it pretty much um, was pretty constant at that point for 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 most of the players. Like I said, there's gaps for individual players, but but um, it was it was in full force at that point, and then it just stops when Farkle steps off the mound. So one thing, I'm trying to
1: think of his name here, yeah, Marwin. You know, Marwin Gonzalez had that breakout yeah. year. Yeah, he uh, he was one of the higher ones. Well, uh,
2: you know, there is some um, – uh, uh, when you look at the data, it, it, the, the banging does signal a breaking ball. So it could be that he was throwing more breaking balls than other, than other people. I didn't really go into a full analysis of, say, an at-bat um, mm-hmm. and, and determine, you know, if a person was using it for this particular batter bat or that at-bat because it, it's, it takes – uh, it would take a lot more uh, analysis and you have to make some assumptions on – well, if there's not a break, uh, a bang, in this at bat, but there is, um, you know, a, a one later on, the, does that one without the bang is that a sign and uh, that type of stuff? You have to really make some assumptions, and I was trying not to do that with this with this project. I really wanted to just say right. uh, what I could hear, and um, uh, and other people are starting to do that analysis, uh, and which is actually very exciting because that's one of the reasons that I. I wanted to to, do this and I I made sure with my data that it. anyway. So it's uh, um, I don't want to personally draw too many uh, conclusions from the data. Uh.
1: I hope you guys are enjoying the interview with Tony Adams. We're going to take a small break for our sponsor and we'll be right
2: back. You're listening to Astros baseball. But um, I think that, that um, I really wanted to put the data out there and, and, and let uh, a lot of the, the great data, baseball data people out there, you know, start to use this in their analysis. And uh, we're starting to see that already, you know, just a couple of days in. And uh, people are starting to really come to some conclusions. The baseball prospectus uh, did an analysis that they just came out with today and said that it, it, it was basically 50-50. It helped in some situations. If you, you know, signaled a, a breaking ball and it was accurate, uh, the, the batter did much better, but if they didn't signal a breaking ball and it was a breaking ball, or if they were, was an error and they signaled a breaking ball and it was a fastball, the batter was, was, uh, uh did much worse. And so it was pretty much a trade-off. Right. And that's actually what I noticed too, even within an at-bat, some breaking balls were signaled as others weren't, which I would think as a batter would be, um, it would throw throw you off quite a bit um, and make it much more difficult to get a hit
1: yeah you'd be expecting something and it's not coming right so uh um, I, I was asking you earlier you you've gotten a lot of media attention from this right
2: yes uh i i expected it to to make some more of an impact but it, it it's been um bigger than I anticipated. It's actually just in general, this, this scandal is, is uh, it's big news. And, uh, um, and I think that for the first time we have some sort of insight to what actually happened on a day-to-day basis and on a player to my player basis. And people are really starting to pick up on that um, and uh, are interested in, you know, exactly what happened.
1: So you're getting a lot of positive feedback from the media. They all want to talk to you. You said The Athletic, Wall Street Journal, different things like that. Right. But uh, but Uh, it's not all positive from Astro fans, correct?
2: Uh, For the most part, it is. But, you know, uh, I am documenting our team uh, cheated. Um, But but we all knew that. Um, uh, And uh, so I think a lot of people just want to get get past it, and I do too but mm-hmm. but um that really wasn't happening anyway and uh when I started this, it was really pretty new. it just took quite a while to get it all done and um understand the people who might um have issues with with uh, kind of uh, detailing the uh the cheating but um I think in the long term this it, actually um will be helpful to The Astros and actually some uh, uh, individual
1: players. So, right, you got Carlos. Carlos Beltran's pretty high. I think he's one that started it. But what I was going to tell you when I did it, I only did one game. It was a lot of work, and uh, but I was writing down uh, if they banged or not, and then I actually wrote down the speed of the pitches. That's how.
2: That's actually. Um, that is in the data from MLB so that is is available um to 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 tie that up uh or mesh that with the data that I I I created so Mm. did you find something useful with that or something interesting
1: no I just did it just for my own personal I had to find out if they really did it or not and like I said I was just one bang you know 86 miles
2: an hour no bangs 92 yeah they're doing it you know and yeah, so I was actually able to pull the MLB data for every pitch, which if you haven't looked at this data, it's it's incredible. For each pitch, they have, you know, 40 or so data points, spin rate, this, you know, axis, all sorts of stuff. And um, they also do have the type of pitch, um, the location, the zone. Um, but luckily for me, too, they had a timestamp so that I was able to uh, use that timestamp to jump to a particular point in the videos and uh, kind of facilitate me quickly going through pitch by pitch instead of having to mm. you know, wait for uh, um, between the dead time between pitches. So I could jump to 10 seconds before a pitch, listen to it, make a decision, hit okay, and then jump to the next pitch. Um, so it ended up being about um, uh, 15 minutes per game or so that it took me. Um, uh, so it really, I don't think I could have done it um, without having um the app that I wrote to facilitate making it um uh, so so quick.
1: So just for an example, you could have uh Carlos Beltran, I don't know, let me say I guess maybe I get a one game. Like he got four bangs in one game and he probably batted four times. So there's really no nothing to account for the fastballs. So it's just assuming if there was no bangs he was getting fastballs. So there's a possibility that he could get two fastballs thrown to him in this first at bat, foul one off and then ground out on the next one. And he'll he'll come out looking clean in the stats, but it's yeah. just because he got fastballs thrown to him. Well
2: that that is an issue. Um um and it, it's also you know pictures change up signs and so mm-hmm. uh, they might not get the signs accurately so right. um uh, i don't know how to account for that uh, and it really is beyond the scope of what i was trying to do which is basically just document the actual you know empirical evidence of this um and like i said i expect and i hope that um um, data people will take this and start to do further analysis and start to do those types of of uh, questions. And, uh, but it really was beyond what I really wanted to do with this. Um, so, and I made sure to provide the data and um, I've had conversations with some data people if they needed any help to, to, to use this. And um, so I'm actually kind of excited to see what people do come up with, you know, beyond what's already come out uh, in the last couple of days.
1: So it says here on your website, that uh you watched every pitch from the home games that you could. Right. Eighty over eighty two hundred pitches. And you found that's correct. You found uh one thousand one hundred bangs before those pitches.
2: Yeah. <laughs> that is a lot of bangs. That's a lot of banging. <laughs> I yeah. So um that poor trash can <laughs> yeah
1: so if you look at your stats on the bottom you can see how how the numbers get big and it seems like the first time they did it against the Orioles in May 28th they won 8 to 4 and then 36 against the Rangers they won 6 to 1 yeah but there's some games here like uh i don't know they scored 7 against the Mariners that was pretty high there was 43 against the Mariners and they only scored one run
2: yeah, it's really difficult to to say. You know um, um, how effective it was in these certain games, and and you know they still have to hit the ball. and it, yeah. it, and like and it, it, some of these, I think there were there were mistakes uh, that they were getting the wrong signal. Um, so it really, like I said earlier, it, it I think it probably does throw the batter off. Um, obviously, you know it it, it changed the outcome. The outcome of certain at bats mm-hmm. um, um, but um you know i, I it's in, the real problem is it's impossible to tell how much this did affect the outcomes of games, and so we don't really know <laughs> right what what would have happened, and that's really what even with the World Series, you know we don't really know what would have happened. I think the Astros would have won because they are a great team, I was expecting them to win before the season started, and you know as an Astros fan and you know you don't get that optimism, um, so uh, uh, they were a great team, and that's one of the frustrating parts of this is that I don't think they really needed to do this
1: yeah, I don't either. so how do you how do you explain because I can't explain it, and I'm always curious, but how do you explain they're banging on the trash can and the uh catcher? or the batter can hear it. He's right there in the batter's box. Yeah. And there's games where like I said Friday August 4th against the Blue Jays, 54 bangs of the trash can in a 16 to 7 win. Are are the, is the I mean Farquhar's is the only one that noticed it and the catcher's not noticing it, the first base umpire, the
2: umpire, the the, the broadcasters. I mean that's what I was thinking, you know, that
0: you know Well it, you it, it,
2: it it's so obvious in some of these games because the crowd's very, you know, um, quiet and it's just a boom, boom before, and nobody's saying, what is that noise? I mean, you Mm -hmm. just don't get that. Um, and it's almost the full season. Um, uh, and it it was actually, it was, that was actually one of the shocking things is that it happens so frequently and nobody picked up on it uh, until Farquaad, uh, which was way late in September.
1: Um, Mm -hmm. Well, see, what's crazy about watching the games is, is I watch every game, right? I come home from work and I watch every game and I'm not listening for, I didn't hear it. You can clearly hear it with headphones, but I mean, I, you just can't hear it over the TV because one, you're not listening
2: for it. Right. And they're, they're talking and, frequently there, but there are some games where it is very evident that, that there's a bang. Um, uh, but you're right, um.
1: But you're not listening for it, so you don't, you don't even pay you're attention not. to it. You don't know what right. it is. You think right. it could be a yeah. fan floor. You have no idea what it yeah. is. But yeah. but once exactly you're listening right. for it, it once you're clear. once you're listening for it, yeah, it's There's you're no just amazed. It. Yeah once, right. once you
2: once you hear it, that's my thought too. Like, how come
1: nobody can hear this?
2: Uh, and like, that's actually it was it was it was it was. Uh, I don't want to say funny because it's actually more sad when you're watching some of these games and, you know, the opposing announcers are saying, these guys are great. I mean, it's like, they know what pitch is coming and bang, bang, you know? Um, uh, And so that actually was, um, it was, um, and there was one that's talked about how uh, at one point in one of the games, one of the opposing announcers talked about how Carlos Beltran has helped them, you know, Determine what signs were coming because he's such a great guy at picking up on signs. I'm, you know, the the backstory that we don't know now that makes that very ironic. Yeah. You know, and, um, but so.
1: Yeah, we were really thinking he helped out a lot as far as <laughs> uh, tipping pitches and stuff like that and giving people advice. But I, I kind of think he had the biggest influence on this. I know it came out him and Quora. Yeah. like the masterminds. Uh,
2: uh, there was some strange dynamic I think going on in the dugout and in, in the clubhouse because the the uh, commissioner's statement did talk about how uh, um, the manager went and took a bat to the monitor a couple times and they kept replacing the monitor every time he would destroy it. And mm-hmm. uh, Hinch can't. I mean, if he can't just say this stops, he, I mean, he has to go through you know kind of a passive aggressive move of, of destroying the the TV monitor, but they keep they keep doing it anyway. There's something that happened, I think, in the dugout and in the clubhouse. I don't know if it was Beltran and you know late in his career he had a lot of gravitas and 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 if, if there was just a, you know we're, uh, the kids run amok, you know, in attitude or whatever. But um, yeah, it it just seems very weird that um, that the manager didn't want it to happen, but it kept happening.
1: Yeah, I don't like. I don't understand how he let it happen. I mean, it's just, I I thought the the manager of the team had 100% control over those guys, but he didn't. And that's why I, I, uh, I approved of him getting fired. Although a lot of people love him and they want him back.
2: Uh, he, he was in my opinion, the best baseball on field manager, but this was a failing in leadership uh, period. I mean, there's just no way to deny that. And, um, he could have stopped this. He could have, you know, stopped it before it really even started and um, uh, he let it keep going. Um, And like I said, you know, he obviously had a real issue with it if he's taking a bat to the monitors and and, and destroying them. Um, um, But, you know, you've got to make sure that it it stops. Uh, It was his, his responsibility and unfortunately he didn't live up to it.
1: So uh, I guess it was yesterday. I, I guess we already known for a couple of days, but they announced the uh, signing the one year with a one year option of uh, Dusty Baker. Yeah. When, whenever they first started talking about getting managers, my thoughts were they're going to get an old school guy. That's going to give the appearance that he's not going to allow anything like this to happen. Like they, they need to get someone that can control these guys
2: yeah, I mean, um, he may not
1: be able to control them, but he but he but he needs to give the 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 rest of the the world the impression that he will be able to
2: absolutely. But you know, is, is science dealing? Is that is that new school or is that old school? We don't really even know about all that because you know, there's stories coming out that it's been going on for a long time with different teams. So, mm-hmm. but I, I do know that that there definitely needs to be somebody that can say, "This is the way it's going to be." Um, and, uh, you know, get in line or, or you know, we're going to have some issues. And, uh, um, uh, and you know, Hinch uh, was obviously a player's uh, a manager. But, you know, at some point you do have to say, um, um, I'm in control and this is not happening. So if Dusty Baker can do that, I'm all for it. I would really love to hear from Hinch. Yeah. If if he just said, "You
1: guys are gonna stop this." No, we're not. Okay, and then I'm gonna go bang the monitor. I'm gonna go break it. Like he had to go to that extreme to get it to stop. I, I, it just it's just
2: crazy to me
1: that he couldn't stop it, him. It's just
2: there is a story I think that has has yet to be told about what went on, who was involved, um, it, and I would imagine there's gonna be books written about this for years because this mm-hmm. is, like I said, a huge thing. It's it's like people writing about the Black Sides, you know. Sixty yeah. years later, they're still talking about it, and um, uh, so uh, there's a story to be told. And um, um, I really am anxious to kind of hear what the backstory was. Uh, right now, I think we're in this phase of, you know, you don't you don't talk about what goes on in the clubhouse, mm-hmm. you know. But uh, I think after a certain period of time, that that people will start to say, "Well, this is actually what happened," and uh, I think it's going to be very interesting.
1: Yeah. And the bad thing about this is the MLB did their investigation and they said, we found no wrongdoings. And well, I guess 2018, they did it a little bit early in the year, but as far as the 2018 season, they're pretty much clear. 2019, totally exonerated. But then you have these guys (laughs) researching and the thing about Altuve, see like, if you're an Astro fan, when he didn't want his jersey ripped off, you knew right away, without him even being interviewed, you're like, oh, they don't want him to rip his jersey off again. You know, we like right. everybody else, just because right. we did this, <laughs> now yeah. th- the speculation is there. And I you you can try to tell these fans from the Yankees and the Dodgers, who are mostly the ones belly aching about this, just Watch the at bat before. I mean, I, I you know, Springer's on first base, and watch it, the pitches down to Altuve. The first two are fastballs, and they are two feet high and two feet out of the right. box. And then he throws two breaking balls. I mean, like, and they're, if they're saying a,
2: how, if he was wearing a wire, why didn't he hit the first breaking ball? Right. Um, there's there's so many. You know, the, the, if you work back from a conclusion, you can make you know, anything makes sense. Uh, um, but if you, um, uh, you know, if you actually They won't look listen, at, though. Uh, No, it, it, well, uh, logic and reason has gone out the window the last few months in baseball. Um, and a lot of people are just upset that their team lost. But, you know, Chapman hung a, a breaking ball. Uh, half the people in the league would have hit that one out. It was basically put up on a tee. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, it doesn't take... Um, nobody at the time said, "Well, how did he hit that ball?" That was—it was a crazy pitch. You could, there's no way he could hit that. It was mm-hmm. the captain hung a breaking ball. Of course, he hit it out.
1: Yeah, you have people now. I believe it was Whit Merrifield. Well, I should be an all-star at second base <laughs> now, and I should have the Silver Slugger. I mean, I, I can understand why these guys are all upset. I guess I would be too. And uh, I kind of use it. Like me, I was upset with the guys, and I kind of use the analogy of I'm upset with them just like I would be disappointed in one of my children. Right. However, Uh, I would believe that they would – after they got in trouble, and I would still love them. And people look at us like we're nuts. Like you're, you're nuts, man. You don't care about cheating.
2: That's still your team's like of course they are i mean i can't i'm not yes, gonna stop liking it, them it, it, it's very much like a relationship with a family member um uh, they can disappoint you but their family this is our team it will be our team forever um yankees you know didn't have an issue or you know they're upset when all the steroid um stuff came out but you know you don't abandon your team because of and this was individuals too these this was players that were implementing this and and yeah. um i mean they're the, the individuals who did this are responsible it, it it's it's uh, it doesn't change the history of the team, it doesn't change all the feelings that we have. It's just you know unfortunately they did this and and the repercussions have to be dealt with but um uh, um you know uh it's 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 our team we're not uh, and like you said, we have to get past it as far as being upset, but you know it, um time will heal. <laughs> Speculating on and, and coming up with all the rumors about and every everything was a sign that that Altuve was cheating. You know, he he was asked the question and he said about why you know after the game when it's the minute made is I mean it's a loud stadium when it's when it's rocking and you know he was asked a question about why he didn't want his shirt taken off and he asked why I asked yes, what did you say and and uh, and of course for everybody else that's the sign that it, you know that's the first sign of a liar is when they ask what you know what when you ask them a question well are you there that's not uh, yeah all right
1: my wife can called you hear me <laughs> yeah. okay i can hear you now i'm gonna do a lot of editing i'm sorry about this. Oh, that's all right no that's good um
2: Man, i can't remember what i was gonna ask you okay and i do have about uh five minutes before i have to to, to wrap this up
1: yeah okay that's fine that <laughs> well this guy wanted me to ask you a lot of questions and it's, it's a, uh, so much of it. So there's no,
2: well, and, you know, uh, 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 it might be too, with something like this, I think that this is going to. Um, um, so again, uh, you know, it will be out there for a while. Now. I think there's going to be some other um, people looking at this and asking questions, yeah. particularly with the different players, you know, people that have access to them to say, is this what happened? Um so we're gonna get the, the full story or more of the story, I think, coming out now. But I, I think it's gonna be more based on what really happened instead of this fantasy land that you know um, all, right. all the wires and, and buzzers and yeah. band-aids. All
1: right, let me and and let me uh, let me rapid fire these questions at hey, you. Okay, I already asked you what your motivation was. Um Do you feel the correct punishment was given by the commissioners to the GM and the manager?
2: Uh, Yeah. I don't know what else he could have done. I mean, you really can't get into the players because um, uh, it's like you said, he said it was difficult to quantify exactly what, what advantage they got.
1: Do you feel crane was correct in
2: firing Jeff and AJ? I have uh, more of a problem with Jeff if considering he says that he really did not know, um, AJ, like I mentioned earlier, um, I think he uh, was a great manager, but eventually, um, he failed in, in this one case and it was, it was critical. So I'm okay with it.
1: All right. Do you feel
2: the sign stealing probably being used by other teams? I would be shocked if it if it wasn't. I don't know if it had has been recently because it's you know, the, the things that they put in place to make it more difficult. But I mean we obviously know about the, the Red Sox and there's so much pressure I think for these teams to to produce and, and even individual players there's
1: do you, great financial benefit. Do you think Alex Cora carried that plan over to the the Red
2: Sox? I I can't say, i be honest with you. I just don't know. <laughs> It'd be speculation. I'm trying to avoid that. Too. <laughs> So
1: what punishment, if any, do you think would be appropriate for the players who were found that were clearly guilty?
2: Um, You know, it'd have to be suspensions, and and I think they would have to, with the amount of people, there would have to be some sort of rotating suspension, you know, where you're you're off for for two months and you're off for two months.
1: So kind of stagger them out a little bit. Yeah. Um. What do you think about Dusty Baker being the new manager?
2: I think that that, um, uh, he's he's shown success the last few years of uh, the last two teams he's been at, and so you know, and this is a great team. So I think that as long as he doesn't screw it up, I think we have a really good chance.
1: So he was asking this. Is uh, uh, there, there? There's been someone else that asked me about this. About he was the manager when Barry Bonds was there. And some people are saying that he could kind of figure out that he was doing steroids, but he didn't do anything about it. So do you think that kind of hurts his image that he wouldn't keep them from keep the Astros clean?
2: Uh, I mean, I, I really, I can't really speak to that. I, I just, yeah. just don't know. It's, it's, uh...
1: And finally, what do you think of the MLB's recently announced plan to phase out on electric balls and strike calling? Uh,
2: if they can get it accurate, I'm all for making sure that the uh, the balls and strikes are as, um, as accurate as possible because it's been pretty bad in a lot of situations. Yeah, I'm
1: kind of... Uh, I think the guy that asked these questions wanted me to ask you. He's for the electronic thing, and I'm really not. I guess maybe uh, I don't know. Maybe they could use that box on
2: TV. We don't know how accurate the box is. Well, there's one thing that they could do is that they could have an audible cue for the umpire to know after he's made the call if that was the correct call, so that that way he would be um, be able to de- determine, will I have to adjust my strike zone because I just called that a strike but it was a ball. And we all know it was whether it was or not. So it would basically be a, a, a learning tool for for the umpires. Oh, yeah, that'll work. Very good.
1: All right, Tony, I appreciate you uh, giving me uh, some of your time today to be on the podcast.
2: Uh, thanks, Rob. I enjoyed being on.
1: All right. Have a good day. You too. Bye-bye. All right. Thanks.